on this episode of the AIE podcast. Rocketing into something new. Are you ready for the summer of love? And the dark versus the light? We have RRF Captain Sybil's STO update. And Mewcow to talk about Final Fantasy XIV, or Final Fantasy XIV if you want to be pedantic about it. <laughs> pedantic, oh, that's a good word. All right, all that and more coming up now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 256, the podcast celebrating you, the Leah Octa Est gaming community. The die has been podcast. This is Makala, and to my right is Tetsumi. Spreadsheets. Lots of spreadsheets. <laughs> yes, very true. Can we see if we can do maybe a spreadsheet to figure out when a summer vacation is happening? Awesome. All right. And this week, we're joined by our very special guest, Mewcow, who is here to talk to, uh, to us about AIE and Final Fantasy XIV. Welcome, Mew. Yeah, greetings, oh, gamers. The Yeti was fighting <laughs> with me. <laughs> Dang Yeti. Next time, go with a Wookiee. They're much easier to deal with as long as you let them win. <laughs> All right. So... Aaron, how's your week been in, in gaming, Mew? What have you been up to? Uh, I've been playing this little game called Final Fantasy XIV, and uh, pretty much just digging uh, real deep in. Uh, the patch 3.3 has been out for a while, and uh, that's been my focus for the most part. But uh, there's also this little uh, raiding guild over in WoW, or raiding team, I should say, that I've been uh, doing a little bit with. You might have heard of them. Yay, Furt. Furt. Um, I've heard I've heard of them. I don't think I've spent enough time with them lately, as my raid leader likes to remind me. Oh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much been it. Uh, that and uh, a little bit. I, I also do a bit of raiding over with the CTR crew. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and of course, as everyone else is, lots and lots of Overwatch, uh, because yes. that's like eating up all the rest of the time. I don't really have. Awesome. So, what have you been doing, my love? I will let you know, and you are roboting. All right, while McCullough fixes that, I will get you up to date with what I have been doing. Um, I think last time we mentioned that I had been um, working on oil wells in WoW. And I have now, let's see, 8 of 10 done. I have my mage and my monk left to do. And with the rumor that the expansion pack is coming July 19th, we'll see if I make it. I don't know if I'll make the last one. I'll definitely get the mage done this week. Um, I don't know on the monk. It'll just depend on how things roll. No pun intended. Um I've also been playing a little bit of Star Wars, the, the Old Republic. The new uh, chapter comes out this week, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, what else? Oh, and I've been on the beta and the PTR testing out some of the new stuff. Um, we'll get into a little bit of that in the news, the, um, the camera adjustments and some other things that they're doing um, with the UI changes kind of are, are making things a little bit different for, for Raiders, so we'll see how that uh, gets into along with the, the class changes and stuff. But um, that's what's been eating up most of my time. McCullough, what have you been up to? Well, I know you're about to mention the fact that I've not been gaming much lately, um, hoping to find some time to fix that, right? Yes, no, you are, Ted. I know that look, right. Um, busy with work. Uh, I have also been very busy. If I mentioned, a friend of mine and I are writing a book. Well, we're up against our first self-imposed deadline, which is July 1st, where we want to actually get two things, our general outline for our first book, the main part of the story, done, which is he's working on, and I'm working on 
a creation myth, which is now at like eight pages and counting, plus the additional four pages of gods, which is what happens when you take something that was a was a campaign, you then decide, hey, let's make it into a book, and then you have to change everything from the Forgotten Realms into your own thing, which makes means making an entire pantheon, a creation myth, an, exp an explanation of why your evil god is evil. So that's been my fun and filling what little free time I have. Awesome. Hopefully, hopefully getting back into some gaming soon. Just need to put a few hours away to do that. Yeah. Need to get you back in WoW and get you reacquainted with your warlock. You know, the... Yes. It, and I find it interesting, and I'll go into this discussion here because it's not really news, but I, I'm going to find it interesting how warlocks are treated in this expansion since it is a demonic invasion. Mm -hmm. So I, I actually haven't poked around. I, I, I've transferred my warlock over, but she was only level 60. So I'm thinking of making a level 100 warlock on the PTR or on the beta uh, just to see what the class quests are going to be like for that, because you get some really cool artifact weapons. I know, I'm looking forward to that, and the fact that Demos supposedly is viable again, because Demonology is totally my favorite spec, because that to me always feels like a warlock, where the others really sometimes feel more like, you know, mages with dark powers. I think that's how the mages kind of refer to you. Anyway, um, no, but but playing the... Yes. I, I did play a little bit with the... I hadn't got the artifact yet, but I I did the demonic invasion with the warlock, and it's basically you're just a demon cannon. You just fire at different kinds of demons, more demons, empower those demons, they fire off more demons, and then you do a bunch of AoE with demons. It's really fun. <laughs> That sounds amazing. All right, yeah, I need to get. I need to look into that. That sounds like a blast. See, demons. That will get me back into playing regularly. There we go. All right. Well, we're gonna be diggling, diggling, really, really digging into Final Fantasy XIV shortly. But first, this week's news. AIE news. All right, and with the switch to the new website for the podcast, we realized that the IRC channel isn't as easily accessible as it was. So we're going to be moving to something easier to access that most, if not all, of our listeners already should have access to, and that is Rocket Chat. Uh, the link to the website is in my uh you know, my lower third right here. It's also going to be on the show notes. It's AIE.community. If you type it in a browser, uh, you can also download the app on iOS or uh, Android. Um, but it uses your Umami username and password. And we're going to be testing this in between this podcast and the next one. So you will see us online uh, in between the podcasts. So please feel free to get logged in and let us know of any issues that you're seeing. I know uh, we have a couple of folks that are in the chat room already um, that have issues with their umami name being different than what they want for the display name, and they've updated their profile. So we're going to be looking into that with our robot Stig and see what we can do to get that fixed so that your display name is what you want it to be. Um, let us know what you think, and feel free to join us in the podcast channel in AIE-Community and Hangout. All right. And back in December 2014, Shimmeridge, the mistress of RP and AIE, started to post in the community section of the forums asking a absolutely beautiful question. Are you okay? This thread is still going today, and a lot of our fellow guildies have been checking in from time to time to let AIE know what is going on and how they are doing. Please feel free to read updates, give hugs, accolades, and cheer each other on in this thread in-game, on Twitter, or everywhere else that AIE is represented. Right, and in WoW. Big news in AIE is that the Summer of Love, yes, 
the Summer of Love, you remember that from last year and many years previous, it's just a month away. Where has the year gone? The festivities start Monday, August 1st and go through Sunday, August 7th. So this is hopefully going to be once the 7.0 pre-patch has launched and everyone has their has had time to adjust to their new abilities and things in-game. Um Right now, we have the Community-Wide Remembrance Day, and that is Tuesday, August 2nd. We have Coop tentatively scheduled for Friday the 5th, which will be fun to try out the PvP stuff with the new PvP talents. And the Old School Raid Night, Saturday, August 6th. Also, Thug's AIE versus the Garrison Boss event will happen sometime during that week as well. Please keep an eye on the forums for that. We're looking into doing a luau and a costume contest, especially because guess what, folks? If the pre-patch is hit and it's during the summer of love, you will have your transmog closet. That means your bank should be cleared out. You should have been looking for those missing pieces and have your costumes ready to go. There's also been a request for war games. Um, if you have interest in hosting an event during the Summer of Love, or for that matter, anytime in AIE WoW, please message Cyrene either in-game or on the forums. A left shark is required. And she's also on Twitter, at Cyrene AIE. She will be joining us on July 17th, which hopefully will be a couple days before the patch hits, rumors, if their rumors are correct, to talk all things Summer of Love. And speaking of the Legion pre-patch, are you interested to see what it's going to look like but don't have beta access? Hop on over to the PTR, which has the Legion pre-event invasions and all the race, class, and mechanical changes, including the now kind of... Um, under discussion, reduced camera zoom out distance that's causing quite a bit of stir on the official forums. For those that don't know, um, there has always been a way to bypass through the use of a console command the limit on how far out you can zoom your camera. And a lot of the raiders and people that PvP use that quite frequently uh, to be able to see what's coming behind them or what's coming from the side. And Blizzard has uh, reduced that zoom out distance uh, fairly significantly. It's it's still quite a ways out, but if you're used to how far out the old one was, especially if you're a tank or melee or a healer, um, the new distance can seem quite claustrophobic. Uh, not that people always played at maximum distance, but it's nice to have it to zoom out and see what's going on. So if you want to comment, take a look at the official forums and send them a comment and let them know what you think. So pretty much unless you're a DPS, there's an issue. Got it. Good thing I'm a DPS. Uh, uh, range DPS. Right, exactly. Exactly. Range DPS. Yeah, you the just said stuff. DPS. I know I did. I apologize. All right. Um, so in Sotor news, are you new to Star Wars The Old Republic or having completed the character stories on all eight classes? Feel like doing a story class over again, but choosing the opposite side? Ooh, that does sound fun. Well, does Sotor have an event for you? The Dark versus the Light event. Create a new level one character on or after June 28th and start playing. The event rewards, the event of rewards and objectives are built into six levels. As you complete each level of each level's objective, you will earn amazing rewards, including titles, mounts, armor sets, and force-bound light versus dark packages. One special award will help in progressing your journey through the event. The victorious. Pioneer's armor set will provide an amazing 50% XP boost when you're wearing the complete set. You will earn the set in three parts, from Legacy level through Champion level. Check later in the blog for all details on how to unlock the Victorious Pioneer's armor set. That is going to be at uh, sortor.com. Um, info news. The notes are in the show notes. Sounds like an amazing time, but what about all those veterans who have already completed their storylines and don't feel like taking another character level one on up? You mean like Tetsami? 
You have Chapter 15, The Gemini Deception, coming out on June 30th to look forward to. In this new chapter, prepare to lead your alliance, your alliance in the ultimate assault to land a fatal blow against the Eternal Empire. Alongside the mysterious and deadly droid Scorpio, the Outlander, Outlander team must infiltrate... Uh, my uh, Star Wars is bad here, dear. What does that say? Which, the Zakulin Warship or Archon's Formidable Force? I was going to go with Zakulin Warship. Thank you. The Outlander team must infiltrate a Zakulin Warship to face Archon's Formidable Force of elite soldiers. When the mission goes awry, the Outlanders must find their way out of a tra deadly trap, only to be faced by the ultimate betrayal. Well, that just sounds just like Star Wars. It does. And one thing we didn't include in the show notes that I meant to, and I apologize since Max just popped in the in the uh, chat room, is make sure you look at uh, the Escape podcast. And Max and Seema have been doing an awesome job of covering both the latest uh, press release, that, or not press release, but the uh, producer's letter that they did. They also just did a recent episode on how do you play SOTOR with your kids? What do you let them do? What are they interested in? And what are they teaching you about SOTOR when you play it? So please make sure you take a look on your favorite podcast app of choice and look for the Escape Podcast. Three words. All right, and Max just corrected. Uh, they've actually now moved from Monday to Tuesday after the mandatory fun night. Yep, exactly. And, and they're going to co cover the dark versus light event in detail this week, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, I will be very interested to hear, as both AIE SEMA and Max are veterans, to see what they're interested in getting out of this event and how they think it's going to play with new players or um, players that have been playing for a little while versus the veteran stuff that, you know, they, they have Knights of the Fallen Empire, but they're always, like most gamers, are always looking for new content and kind of feel that this event isn't quite tuned for them. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. I, I'm definitely, I've got it on my podcatcher. I may even sneak on, depending on what we're doing Tuesday night, and listen in the live chat room. Um, you're taking our daughter to Kung Fu, but that's about it. <laughs> I can listen on the phone. We're good. True. True. All right. And in another game set in space, in Star Trek Online, we have Captain Sybil's update for the week ending June 26, 2016. We have some surreal news to start out. A new Kelvin timeline was announced this week. Apparently, the USS Kelvin accidentally encountered an anomaly left over from the immensely powerful Hobus supernova that destroyed the Romulan homeworld. The anomaly turns out to be a gateway between the Star Trek Prime universe and the so-called Star Trek JJ-verse alternate timeline. So what does that mean? Glad you asked. Players will soon be able to move between the classic Star Trek TV movie universe to the J.J. Abrams-inspired Star Trek Into Darkness timeline. This J.J. first timeline will be the basis of the upcoming CBS online-only series coming in 2017, which I'm going to take a moment to say I am really looking forward to. Um, hopefully this will, be, this will settle the controversy currently plaguing the Trek fans as to which universe is the most relevant. Players will be able to play in both universes without feeling schizophrenic. Who knew? In I, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll go and you D-Robot. Alright, in other Star Trek Online news, the upcoming Agents of Yesterday story arc will be introducing several new retro starships, new beta missions, and a new captain specialization Temporal Operative. Dude, I just want that title. Temporal Operative sounds awesome. It sure does. It's like a time, it's like a, a time agent. <laughs> All right. And the STO summer event on Ryza is still in full swing through July 21st. There's still time to do the daily event to win prize, prize vouchers for vanity pets. Uh, vintage Beachwear, which is so my thing, updated mini power bots, jetpacks, and much, much more. Also available is the opportunity to save up excess prize vouchers for the annual summer event starship, a Vorgon 
not a Vogon. Um, Xephus Heavy Escort. That sounds appropriate for Ryza. For a complete listing of prizes and starship stats, please visit the Star Trek online website. For status of AIE's classes Fleet Starbase, all fleet mates are encouraged to check out the Fleet Holding tab in the Fleet's in-game menu. Contributions and materials and personnel are always welcome to assist building the Fleet's Starbase and other Fleet holdings to their fullest potential. Players are encouraged to check out the news, patch release information, um, details on the upcoming console versions, UI improvements, forums, commentaries, and more at StarTrekOnline.com. And don't forget, we're looking for a good home for the new uh, Starship, the Gegbot. Is that right? Gebot? No, Greg we're looking for Dragbot. Uh, no. Yes. We're looking for a home for a new Starship. Stop. Gregbot has a code. Yes. <laughs> Sorry about that. For a free NX. Wow, words are hard. NX light class escort ship. This looks just like the ship in the Enterprise TV series. It unlocks the ability to use the NX pref prefix on all ship serial numbers to denote the experimental prototype. It even comes with a, a grappler console, which allows you to shoot grappling hook onto the enemy ship. Oh, that sounds like a blast. You can also be a lieutenant and fly this ship. For those who do not know that the rank, that is the rank you are when you first get when you get your ship, first ship. It makes a wonderful starter ship. If you're interested, either send an email to podcast at AIE-guild or hit us up on Twitter at the AIE podcast. All right. And in Lord of the Rings news, we don't have an update yet, but we should have ducks on during July to let us know what is going on with the citizens of Middle Earth. There is a rumor that they are getting the band back together, both literally and figuratively. All right. And with all that, Mew, what's going on with Final Fantasy fourteen? All the things. Awesome. Alrighty. I will. I will say when you put your show notes in, Portet heard me say, "What the heck just happened?" So we have some great news, and Muta tells all about it. Yep, I had quite the info dump. There's a lot been happening since the last time uh, Final Fantasy XIV's been on. Uh, the biggest thing, of course, being Patch 3.3, Revenge of the Horde. Sounds kind of familiar. It but, does uh, totally. I have some good news, and that uh, figured out this Google Hangout thing. So we can actually oh, great. see some fun stuff. Although I don't know if it'll share the audio. You'll have to let me know. Okay. But if it does, this is pretty fun. So this is just a little beginning here about the story, because the story, of course, continued. So that was the bit about the story. Gorgeous. And uh, now we are going into some of the new dungeons, I think. Okay. It'll tell us in the bottom here. I love the patch trailers for Final Fantasy XIV. They do a really good job of, of introducing everything. <laughs> this is the new raid. It's very intense looking. Yes. And look at this weird, crazy place. Beautiful. Wow. So, guys, definitely you'll want to watch the um, YouTube link for the feed to see all of this. It is absolutely beautiful. The audio is also very good. It's a lot better than when it's coming out of my little headset here. Oh, did you turn on your your speaker ears? Yeah, 
That's how you're hearing it. Cool. There are ways to cheat the system. And these are the Moogles. And uh, back in 2.0, uh, one of the Beastman tribes um, was able to work with you to actually help you with your crafting and actually help speed it up. In uh, 3.0, the Moogles decided to jump in and help you from 50 to 60. Oh, okay. And so of that, course, I'm totally digging the uh, goggles there on the Moogle. <laughs> yep. Steampunk. There they are gathering. It's kind of funny. They're tenacious little things. And this is a dungeon, I believe. It looks like somebody went to the zoo and let stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> Aludra, now we know now we know what Aludra's doing. Yes. Yes. It's a, a fun thing they do with the dungeons in Final Fantasy is that they have, instead of doing like heroic or mythic, they do hard and extreme. But it's not just a harder version of the same dungeon. It's like a continuation of the dungeon. So you're actually seeing oh, whole neat. new areas. Like you can see the old areas from the regular version, but like it's a whole new area. It's like a different, you know, it continues the story. It's actually really cool. Very cool. Yeah, this is awesome. And this is the new dungeon, uh, tr treasure du uh, goblin dungeon, basically. Yeah, Aquapolis. <laughs> yeah, I've been kind of be calling this patch like the Diablo patch. It seems like they're right. adding Diablo features to it. But like this is basically get like getting into a, a one of the treasure goblin um, uh, portals or whatever. Vaults. Yeah. One of the vaults. Yeah. So that's what this is. Just lots and lots oh, of. Oh, and I was gonna say, just as an aside, speaking out, apparently there's a very similar thing coming in Legion that mm -hmm. uh, wow, uh, Row uncovered that there's they're bringing back the single player treasure room type thing again. Oh, awesome! And that is Hildebrand. That's a, oh, that's adorable. Yeah, that is a fan favorite uh, quest line. It's 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 like a side quest. It's really silly and funny, and it's been going since 2.0. He actually started as an introduction to the inn, like where you actually can rest and whatnot. And people loved him so much that it just became this whole story that is its own little side thing. And oh, it's nice. amazing. Like if you haven't done this quest line, you really need to because it is just hilarious. But oh, that's that. great. That sounds like a blast. Yeah. And of course, here's some additions for the guild house. And great. So you can now. I love. Go Has ahead. Jasmine been taking care of the house, or who's been taking care of the house? Uh, Sashi. Sashi, that's right. Yeah, the, the both of them uh, do a pretty good job keeping an eye on the house, and I'll show it off here in a bit. These crazy cool. new hairstyles are. I guess say, he looks like. Yeah, he looks like like vanilla ice or something. You know, they they gave you gear to look like the beastman tribes that you're working with, which is kind of funny. Sleeping gear. I've been seeing those pigmen running around. It's kind of crazy. What <laughs> is nuts? Oh, this is the PvP. Very cool. Yeah, there's a whole new section of PvP called the Feast, and this is one of the new battlegrounds. kind of crazy when you can use a limit break in PvP. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, this might be the Dungeon of the Dead. Huh? This here... So we have the Feasts and the Dungeon of the Dead. Got it. Alright then. Yeah, here it is. Palace of the Dead. This, we're going to talk a bit more about. This okay. is randomly generated, um, essentially endless dungeon. Uh, it, it only ha it'll only have 50 levels to start, but they'll keep adding to it. And it's it's randomly generated. You can do it solo, and you can do it as a group. And it's it's pretty interesting. We'll have to discuss it a bit further. The music alone is pretty neat. Oh, it's gorgeous! I know. 
kind of curious who this creepy person is. Just kind of floating there. Little teasers. Another dungeon, brand new. Giant. How do you Ooh. pronounce that? <laughs> Orkai. Dragons are pretty cool looking in this game. Yep. Very unique. They're kind of like a cross between the worm and the traditional dragon. Yeah. And that is Nidhogg, I believe. He's the current big bad. He's very, very angry. <laughs> he looks he like looks, it is. He a looks dragon. really upset. Yeah. Dragons aren't really known to be friendly and fluffy and all that good stuff. No. He basically wants to wipe every, all the, the non-dragons out because they've wronged him. Sure. Speciesist. Yeah, I think that's probably the final dungeon. Yeah, the story's pretty crazy. That There is a, a dragoon that got corrupted. Revenge of the Horde, not yep. not Blizzard's World of Warcraft Horde, mm-hmm. but the Horde that's in Final Fantasy XIV. Interestingly enough, uh, Blizzard and Final Fantasy had a, a funny Twitter exchange because of that. Yeah, I can imagine. All right, so what fun stuff can we expect with this new patch, Mew? All right, let's switch back over to that. Where are you? There you are. Turn off screen share. So you can see my lovely <laughs> again. There we go. Yay! All right. So, um, Revenge of the Horde, um, as I've kind of affectionately called the Diablo patch, because very many Diablo features, amusingly enough. But, uh, of course, it is continuing the main story quest, which we saw there, um, the the saga with the uh, Azure Dragoon and Nidhogg, the big bad. Um, But um, it's been very interesting so far. I mean, it's I've been digging into it deep and and really enjoying it. It's it's nice to have for all those other games that are kind of having a content lull right now to just dig into this right. and fully you know in, in uh, embraced in it. But uh, they've added some new raids, and uh, one of the big things is they now have essentially a raid finder feature, uh, much like the uh, the WoW one. Uh, the uh, amusingly enough, the the big difference is is that when you go into the raid finder in this one. People are very friendly and helpful, and you know, they're cheering you on if you're new. It's it's kind of a strange change from a more familiar LFR we have, but uh, yeah, yep. But uh, let's see here. Oh yeah, uh, as you saw on the video, if you were watching the video, uh, the Weeping City of Mach, something of that effect. Uh, it's a continuation. I don't know if we mentioned in the last um, Final Fantasy podcast that uh, there were Sky Pirates have uh, joined the fun. And uh, so this is sort of a continuation of the Sky Pirate um, raid quest line. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, as you saw, very interesting looking. The The visuals are, are pretty impressive. Uh, you definitely want to have a good uh, PC rig or PS4 rig because I've actually been playing on the PS4 downstairs and it still looks gorgeous. Um, and you um, can play PC and PS4 on the same server, same guild and all that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, my same characters and everything. I, I can go downstairs on the big screen and fire up my PS4 and do the same exact everything. It is, there's no difference. Which is awesome. Great. Um, I did actually have a question um, that was sent in via text about that. Say a player only does play on console, is there any difference within trying to join the AIE guild piece of it, or is it the same through Umami? Yeah, it'll be the same way. Um, there's, there's really, okay, yeah, the, it's, it really doesn't matter which one you play on. Um, you'll be able to join either way. Great, great. 
Yeah, okay, we have a community member that wants to play, but only does not have a uh, gaming PC, so only plays on does stuff on console. Yeah, if they have a PS4, they are in for a treat because I actually spent like almost all day yesterday just playing on solely the PS4 just to verify because I've done it before, but just to kind of verify that it's fully you know uh, you can do everything you need to on there. And I was able to to battle. I mean, it, the controller setup is awesome for it, and the right. issue. Right. The controller setup for the consoles was the same exact setup they put on the PC if you switch it to controller mode. Right. So, Great. So I have a you know controller in here somewhere that whenever I like if I want oh yeah here it is here. So if if I want to do uh, gathering and crafting, it actually is easier to gather and craft with the, con- the controller than it is with the PC the keyboard. So I'll switch over. Gotcha. To so yeah, definitely no, no difference. Uh, they're they're welcome to join and um, we'll be there to welcome them. Uh, awesome. Um, how do you do um, chat on the the console, or is, or is there a built-in voice that works better? I uh, know um, if you have a PS4, uh, it's, it's different for the PS3, and I, I'm not sure what the Xbox One does. But the PS4 actually has a touchscreen about that big, and it works. Oh, as, okay. It works as a trackpad. So okay. it has gotcha. mouse abilities. So I was like, I was able to go to, to the virtual keyboard and just essentially tap everything and type that that way. So it's, it's slower, obviously, than using a keyboard, but it works. You know, sure. pretty well. And the other fun thing, at least on the PS4, you can plug in a USB keyboard and it works just fine. Okay. Great. Cool. Okay. In Good fact, to know. Uh, Thank you very much. One of our members last night, I think it was Dark Mistress, said that um, that they plugged in a keyboard and mouse and have played it on the PS4 just fine, as if it was on the PC. So. Great. So, yeah. Very, very cool. Very, Thank you for that great information. Sure. Um, further on the list, I mentioned briefly the Moogle Beast Tribe. Uh, essentially, the uh, the Ixel are the birds, um, the, the the Beast Tribe that helped you with your crafting from level one to fifty. Uh, the Moogles are helping you from fifty to sixty, and they have their own quest line and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, the to quickly uh, talk about the Beast Tribes, essentially, it's it's a little like you're fighting a lot of these beasts in the in the game, but some of them are actually kind of friendly. So they'll actually say, hey, um, would you like to work with us rather than killing us? Um, you know, let's join up and have some fun. <laughs> so, so yeah, so the, the Ixel did the crafting. Now we had the Moogles. Um, so you, it basically speeds along your, your leveling process. So you're not just sitting there grinding away and, and, and you know, building stuff. You're actually doing, like, quests, like, like if, if it was a battle class. So it's actually oh, sort cool. of a good way of doing things. So it's crafting in this game is just so much more fun than anywhere else I've done it. It's, it, it's enjoyable. Like, they, they treat crafting like its own class. It has its own gear and weapon. And everything, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, uh, there are new dungeons. Holebreaker Island, as we saw. Sorkai, um, the Aquapolis, wherever you want to say it. The treasure hunting dungeon. <laughs> all the fun stuff. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, everyone's favorite, Hildebrand, is back uh, with some crazy quests. I, I did complete it myself. Uh, lots of fun. I mean, every time they do it, it's always been pretty amazing. The it's Hildebrand is allowed to do the outrageous stuff because it's a silly stuff. Right. So like they're defying physics. They're you know doing lots of it's. They don't quite do fourth wall like like a Deadpool, but it's definitely mm-hmm. very that kind of cheeky humor. But uh, it's like yeah. the uh, Johnny Awesome. Is it like kind of the Johnny Awesome quest yeah. line in yeah. Wow, where it's just hey, let us make fun of ourselves. Yes, very much so. They definitely make fun of themselves cool. quite a bit with that. Uh, there, are, there are new PvP battlegrounds. I don't really do any PvP myself. I probably should try it at some point, but uh, you know, it's it's very similar to your typical MMO P- PvP. It's, it has its own progression system, has gear sp- specifically for it. They they have a kind of like how what WoW is moving to, where there's a whole new like uh, ability system for PvP and Legion. Mm-hmm. They they've had that. That's what they've been using. So they have this whole progression line to actually go through and earn all the stuff you have so that they're not having to worry about balancing the PvP with the PvE. It's totally separate. Great. Uh, then uh, after that, uh, housing. Um, one of the things that people have been wanting for for a while is we have gardening in the game. But uh, in fact, here, mm-hmm. I'll, let me switch over screen share and show you the our lovely garden in game. Oh, pretty. <laughs> right, that's gorgeous. So, and yeah, this is one of the lords of Final Fantasy. It is such a beautiful game. Oh yeah, this everything about it. I mean, here's our cherry blossom tree. 
I mean, it wow. is amazing. But we have these garden plots out here, but they're communal garden plots. So the thing is, is you know, we, you know, AI is an exception is that we we treat our stuff pretty well. But you know, a lot of mm-hmm. people don't trust their guild to be able to plant stuff out here and not mess with it, and you know, and, and that sort of thing. So they what they've done is allowed for f- flower pots, so that you can in your own private room or the inn or whatever, or, you know, anywhere that you can put stuff down, you can get a flower pot and plant whatever you want. There's a plethora of seeds in this game. You can pretty much, I want to say, grow almost anything growable uh, in these gardens. But uh, it also lets you get things that can color your chocobo or other kind of fun stuff like that. But, uh, you know, they, they've given you the ability to do it on your own now, so you don't have to worry about people messing with your stuff. It's, you know, something people have been asking for. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting enough to point out. Uh, to I did mention, of course, uh, Nidhogg's uh, final trials, the, the big angry dragon. Um, that's a, that's mm-hmm. the. I want to say that's the end game, but the the kind of neat thing about uh, the way they've been doing Final Fantasy XIV is they kind of just every couple of months they have a new content patch that kind of keep us going for a while. So right. it seems like it's the end of this story, but it, there could be more to it. Um, right. And uh, oh, here let me look at something more interesting here. Uh, quality of life. So one of the big things they did in 3.3 is lots and lots of quality of life changing. So uh, here, let me put the interface back on. So they've added a, a lot better uh, questing icons. So let me see if I can get a good one here. So just little things like these little red arrows. I mean, for, for before, sometimes it was really hard to tell when there was an exit you know, on a map, strangely enough. So they've added you know, stuff like that. Um, arrow markers. Uh, the, the, the quest icons are a, a lot better um, designed, so you can see what kind of a quest it is. Here's a story quest, mm-hmm. for example. Uh, here is a crafting quest. You can see that there, that's a, the weaver. Um, you know, you can... It just little little tweaks here and there just to kind of give you an idea. That's a repeatable quest. Or, you know, it's just right. it's nice how they can kind of tell you at a glance how things are going. Um, what, what was it here? Oh, yeah. Uh, new, the, the, the HUD on this. So th- this is all custom, but it's not done with mods. I actually have a uh, HUD layout here. So they've added the ability to okay. now have, save your layouts. So you can actually quickly change. It's like, say you want to have things look differently during PvP. Well, you can have everything laid right. out there. Say you want to have a special crafting interface. Well, there you go. So they've added that in with this patch as well. So it's definitely made things, you know, a lot nicer. And uh, you, there's a question from Braze in the chat room. What's the 12 by 4 icon grid at the bottom? Oh, this here. These are all my abilities. No, I think he's the the one on the right. I think that one. Yeah. That's just telling you the stuff that's in my bag. And cool. this, oh, okay. This so is my character. More of a bag icon. Got it. Yeah, so, and that's another thing that they improved on too is the bags. Before, um, you, you, the bags were in these individual squares. Each one was a little square, and you had to like drag things around. And so they've had the ability to see everything at once. So I, I love that feature myself because perfect. Yeah, it just makes it easier. The the uh, quest items are kept in their own section that doesn't fill up your regular bag. Yeah. Fun little improvements like that. I was gonna say your bags look like my WoW characters' bags. Good lord. Well, yeah, I've been. <laughs> Like mad. This this is all crafting mats for the most part. Uh, I've been yeah. <laughs> grinding my, my crafting classes, so oh yeah, I should probably show off. So uh, one of the things that did I even put it in here? So there's this new. Um, they're doing this summer promotion called Summer DLC. It's uh, with Amazon.com. If you buy anything in the Amazon gaming section, you'll actually get a free DLC code for a bunch of fun stuff like mounts, uh, gear. Uh, let me see if I can bring up my mounts. So, mounts guide up, hit, and there's one of our other guild members there. Hello. So. I like your character. She looks like a Lotus method, especially now. Yeah. So here's one of the free mounts you can get. This is this is similar to the um, the the fat chocobo. It's just white. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, this is. They call this original Fat Chocobo. I don't know. I guess that's what, how they wanted it before. But uh, this would, this is the actual regular one here. But what's always amused me about these Fat Chocobos is this is how they get to one. So 
you just put the diesel green so we can try to reach it and chase after it. Right, yeah. And you can't see it here, but um, to make him fly, um, she takes out another uh, a fishing rod with uh, a cake on it, and he starts flying for it. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's great. It almost yeah. looks like animated peeps. Yeah. But yeah, this, this is actually one of the outfits um, that they give you in the DLC. So that's why I want to show that off. They give there's a male outfit and a female outfit. I have both characters, so I can see everything. But honestly, and for the girls get the best outfits. Just hands I was gonna say for those for those that are listening and not watching, it very much is like a pink Lolita type of outfit. Very sweet, very cute, very ruffly. Yeah, yep. and it in the the dying system in this game is amazing. So I can actually switch over. So this is actually like a purple. The way I can tell oh, cute. that it's uh, a cra- the crafting. This is the this is what a crafter looks like in, in the game. Okay. So with the, with the you know it, it's they have their own gear, own weapons, and everything. So it's pretty amazing. <laughs> Very neat. That's a great in general. The great quality of life change yeah. for any game. You need a pair of goggles or a pair of glasses like that for crafting in real life. Them. It'll give you a boost yeah, to your green steampunk glasses. Right? That'd be great. Yeah, so there's your this is a samurai outfit, you know. It's it, you know, it's real easy to switch between stuff. You know, caster. This is the This is our version of a, the rifle hunter. It's I mean, cool. the detail is pretty amazing. But I digress. Uh, back over to our list. So yes. Uh, what they've done is added a lot of fun um, uh, stuff for high end. Um, they have something similar to in WoW. You have enchanting. Uh, uh, they uh, they call it materia, so you can actually enchant your gear. Actually, so what we'll do is we'll actually go to one of those areas so you guys can see. But what they put in the game is uh, NPCs that can now craft uh, materia onto your gear. Uh, before you had to do it yourself, like you had to actually be a crafter, and leveled up high enough to actually work with the level of gear you're working with. So if your weaver wasn't level 50 and you're using level 50 um, you know, gear to put material on, you couldn't put it on there. So what they've done is put in these NPCs so it doesn't matter what level you are. This is one of the more busy uh, questing hubs. As you can see, this place is packed. And I don't know if you can hear it, but uh, you can hear the crowd noise. Uh, one of the neat things that Final Fantasy XIV does is when there's a ton of people, it actually puts this like crowd noise to kind of give you an idea of how busy it is. So you know, these oh, are all great. people milling about. I mean, it's it's just like it's not even resing everyone in because there's just packed. So you know, this is why they uh, they've been uh, posting the crazy numbers uh, for subscribers is that it's just it is definitely very busy right now. But uh, where did that NPC go? But essentially, it's 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 a very in, easy interface. You pick your your gear, you pick what you want to enchant it with, and you're done. And it's it's real cheap. It's 300 gil, which is like 300 copper. And wow, for those that you know want the the easy translation, right. here he is here. So real easy. You just there, there, done. You know, it's it's simple, simple. And uh, they've also added uh, a gear uh, catch-up dude. He's over here. But uh, for those that are worried, you know, oh, it's so hard to grind my gear and catch up with everyone and do all the new content. Well, you know, here's this guy to take care of that, and he's selling this gear that'll just catch you up to all the new stuff. Perfect. So, cool. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they definitely want everyone to experience the content. They want you to grind for stuff if you need to grind for it, but, you know, they don't right. feel like they've been left out. So I've, I've always... Oh, that's, that makes great sense. Uh, I have some mount stuff. There's some um, barding in here. I'll show you what barding looks like. So uh, the uh, the company chocobos we have can actually be dressed. You can put uh, special. Oh, wow. So this is the, the the barding I got for the the main story quest. This is the Isgardian barding. So you can dress all of them up. But if you uh, go further in the the current uh, main story quest, you can actually get dragon barding and make it look like a dragon. I actually have some of that, but uh, I'll go ahead and continue because I don't want to take too much time up. But uh, they've got some fun stuff. They got uh, this 
purple bird that everyone's going crazy about. Uh, one of the trials that you can do is dropping this bird mount. So they're grinding that like mad. Um, I don't, I don't see it around here. I was hoping that there might be some, but you can see here's one of the dragon mounts that drops from one of the raids. Right. Yeah, it's very cool. Usually you can see people showing off. Up oh, there's one of the crazy unicorn things that drops from another oh, raid. Oh, neat. Yeah, that looks go. almost like a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Gorgeous and flaming. Yeah. The, the a, a phoenix corn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the, yeah, this one here. This is actually a, um, a Midgard Somare that it actually accompanies you on the main story quest. And he actually becomes a mount for you, which is pretty cool. Cool. Um, one of the other neat things that has popped up is this little button here, recommended gear. So there's a lot of gear in this game. I can show you. We actually have a bag dedicated just to gear. And there's a lot of stuff in there. Because um, unlike most games, your one character can be everything, can be every single class. And all you have to do right. is change gear. So, so I can, you know... I can switch between, you know, Bard, Ninja, Dragoon. I mean, it's, it's at a press of a button, I'm a different class just by changing my, my gear. Right. Wow. You know, and that, that includes all the crafters. I mean, it's, it's really that simple. So as a result, they've put in this fun little gear, or the um, recommended gear button. So you can tell it, you know, it's tell, I probably already have the best gear, so this is probably a bad example, but here I'll... See if I can find a, a good one to show that off here. Yeah. So, so I'm not in the best gear. Oh. Yeah, this is this is one of the the, the neat uh, outfits. But it's that. but it's the prettiest. So sometimes that is the best. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah so that's for looks. But say I want to run out and, and actually you know battle as my bard. Well, here it is. It'll just do all that for me. Poof, there it is. Your best Great. gear. That so, is very oh, that's awesome. Uh, so it's like Ask Us for Robot built into the game. Yes. It already figures all oh, that that's out. That's awesome. And cool. So, yeah. Um, the, uh, and that's, that's, for the most part, that's the, the, the big hits for 3.3. Uh, in a little bit, however, 3.35 will be coming out. And this is for Palace of the Dead. I kind of alluded to that in the video earlier. But uh, this thing is actually pretty epic. This is designed to essentially be its own content piece by itself. Uh, it mm -hmm. is uh, essentially a, an endless dungeon. Um, the, the neat thing about that is that you can go in as a group or you can go in as solo. And it actually has its own uh, progression, like its own leveling. So even though you're going in mm -hmm. as your maximum level, super geared, you know, bard or warrior or whatever, you're starting over at zero. You're, you're, you're leveling up a whole new class in this dungeon. And it's very, gotcha. very reminiscent of Diablo 3 to where it's going you're essentially going down deeper into this dungeon each level is you know randomly generated and you're just so it's almost like the original diablo yes yeah and it, you'll just keep going and i think it's every 10 levels you can have a save point and that's now you're the point you continue from so if you die okay then you go back to your save point so, cool. like I said, solo or with a group, you can start progressing. You can, you'll get new gear. I mean, it has a whole new interface. Um, let's see if I have... I didn't have a link for that, but I'll, I'll give it to the, the show notes a little later so it can be shared. But essentially, Perfect. it has its own gear system that's very reminiscent of like the original Final Fantasy, like 1, 2, 3 series. Where right, it, yeah. it has the same icons and all that kind of stuff. It's very reminiscent of that. So it's really neat, and it's all you know randomly generated and just... It'll be endless content because it starts at 50 levels, but they're going to just keep adding to it. Like, you know, once they have some more fun stuff, they're going to add another 25, 50, whatever. Then they'll just keep going. And it's its own little progression area, completely different from everything else. So Very cool. We're going to be busy with that for a while. Definitely. Um, I did mention earlier, too, the summer DLC sale at Amazon. I highly recommend it. If you are going to buy games, go ahead and just buy something quick on there. You'll get a lot of really fun uh, free stuff. I have a, a link to the actual uh, gear that they're giving out in the show notes if you want to have a better look at it. But you know, this this uh, uh, maid's outfit is one of the things. The chocobo mount. Uh, there was, I think, some prism wings here. I'll, I think I have them in, in my bag here somewhere. But it, to show those off, here, here they are. So there you go. Oh, beautiful! So they're like 
gorgeous iridescent fairy wings. Those right. are stunning. Yeah. So it's 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 basically you get all that stuff free. Just DLC codes you put into your game, or you can give the DLC codes out if you want. Um, but yeah, it's it's really easy to get. You know, it's one per Amazon account. Go crazy. Um, you know, it's I highly recommend that for everybody. So. Um, other than that, I uh, wanted to uh, remind everyone that you know we are of course re- recruiting. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was gonna say let me let me pull a max here and see if I do this correctly. So Mew, if one wanted to join AIE in Final Fantasy fourteen, how would one go about that? <laughs> oh, that's glad you asked. Oh, why are someone trading with me? Um, essentially, uh, there, there's a number of ways, but the way I recommend, of course, is recruit a friend. Everyone's favorite recruit a friend. Uh, the the fun thing about Recruiter Friend in Final Fantasy XIV is that there's benefits for all parties involved. When you recruit, you're going to get mounts and gear and other fun stuff, but your recruitee is going to get some fun stuff too. They're actually going to get leveling gear. They're going to get um, gear to catch them up at, at, at higher levels. And uh, a, a neat feature they put in is the ability to teleport to each other, um, so you can actually help your new friend out. You know, it's pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, it's. It, I highly recommend if you want to try uh, Final Fantasy XIV, get with one of us. We'll be happy to recruit you in. If you have friends that want to come with you, we'll recruit you. You recruit your friend. That way you can pal around and go crazy. I mean, it's so much fun to play this game with two or three people. Uh, the group just works better. But uh, yeah, I, I I highly recommend it. Uh, get a hold of us. We, you can find us, you know, on the forums, um, in the in Rocket Chat. In game, uh, you don't even have to go. You, if you need help going through the Obami process, you can apply to us in game first, and then we'll help you go through Obami if you need that. Uh, you know, it's it's you know we make it as easy as possible to get in here. All you have to do is uh, come up and talk to us. Perfect. Yes, awesome. we want to you know make sure that people can get together in game, however, in any way possible. Definitely. I did have a um, follow-up question from something we discussed earlier with the uh, talking through PSN. Do you know if it's if what if it's compatible through the PSN app? PSN app, PlayStation Network app. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, all of that would still work, but that that's on the PlayStation Network. Uh, you, when you log right. into, the game, it's talking to the game itself. Like if you're okay, connected, cool. if you're in the PS4 version of the game, it looks exactly like this. And in fact, I'll even make it look like it here in one second. Uh, character configuration. Doop. Click that little button there. Close. So this is what the the, uh, the controller version looks like. Same exact game, okay. just different layout. So there you go. All right. Thank you. Sure. Um, Very uh, cool. Uh, activity is up in AIE. Um, I can tell that because you know, as the guild is active, we get um, essentially guild points, and then I can use mm-hmm. those guild points to buy what are called company actions, and essentially they're buffs for the guild. So I can buff uh, the experience for the for the the guild when you're questing. I can buff the experience when you're crafting. I can improve your crafting results. I can you know make teleporting around cheaper because in this game we don't have flight points, we have teleport points. So for, okay, a, great. for a little gill, you just teleport to wherever you need to go, and then you can run them up. And you, know, you can do that from Got anywhere. It. And you don't have to go to a teleport point to teleport. You can do it from anywhere. You know, I've, I can, from here, standing in nowhere, I can just teleport back to the guild hall, and there's no problem. So it's, you know, it's a, a very, very handy that way. Cool. Um, but yeah, it's uh, you know we are we're definitely uh, getting a lot busier in the guild lately. It could be because you know things are, are quiet a, a lot in a lot of other places. So probably now is a good time to jump in and, and join everyone. Um, definitely. I'll be putting a forum post up um, pretty soon to discuss um, some plans. We want to start doing some themed weekends to where the, these guild buffs we have. We want to start catering them to what people want to do. So we can actually schedule, hey, this weekend's the crafting weekend. Do all your crafting grinding this weekend, you get the buffs. You know, hey, this, this weekend is the level grinding, or this is, you know, this is going to be main story, or maybe we're going to do a bunch of PvP so we can actually get PvP buffs, you know, stuff like that. It's, you know, we, we want to see if, if this is interesting to our community and, you know, maybe get some more activity in there because, you know, more is always better. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, you definitely know how to play together as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. So... And um, that is, for the most part, the 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 breadth of my notes. Um, cool. 
So we didn't just have you here to talk about Final Fantasy XIV. There might be something else that you're uh, fairly well involved in. So tell us what's going on with Icarus. Yes, so uh, a friend of mine is actually a community manager for Nexon, and they have a, uh, a new game coming out called Writers of Icarus. So uh, the reason why this is interesting to us is because they're trying to woo guilds. And, hey, we happen to be a guild. So We're wooable. Yeah. Uh, but it's actually a pretty fun little game. It, it reminds me a lot of uh, you know some, some of the more earlier WoWs, um, but one of its key features really is the fact that pretty much everyone has the ability to have hunter pets. So, oh, nice. Fun. So every class, mages, you know, the, the, the warriors, the, you know, the, the rogues, um, can actually have their own. They can have. They can actually go out, go out and tame uh, mounts. They can choose to make that mount a pet, um, or they can use. Interestingly enough, you can actually turn this this critter into like a buff, which is. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So like you you know if this critter gives you a, an active buff by being your friend, you can then make him a buff, and then have a new critter. So you actually have you know t- double the buffs running around. So it's kind of interesting. But, gotcha. That's kind of their big thing is, you know, you can go out and go out into this, this huge, gorgeous world um, and essentially, you know, create your own mounts. And that includes flying. And the other reason why mounts are such a big deal is because they have full mount combat. So, oh, very cool. Oh, wow. Okay. Including flying mount combat. Um, so you can actually. <laughs> so joust. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah, you can you can tame a dragon. Uh, that's their, you know, tame a dragon and go battling in the skies. It's, you know, that's. Sort of, sort of a pretty amazing. They were able to actually get that to work. Uh, so you know, and you know, if you the battle gets real intense, you bring it to the ground. The you jump off your mountain, and you know he starts fighting alongside you, and you know it's pretty intense stuff. So um, that sounds great. So yeah, they're they're trying to to get our attention, and they they'd really like us to give the game a try. Uh, so what they're going to do for us is uh, allow us to have access to their their early access um, before the game launches. And uh, with that, uh, they wanted to give us a few founders codes. So okay. um, we'll we'll be able to pass those out as we see fit. So you know we have this little event called the Summer of Love coming up. So Ooh. so this might be something that we might want to give out there. So so yeah, look for that there. Keep an eye out for Summer of Love, and uh, you know get ready for some cool gi- some cool giveaways because these founders codes are currently running for two hundred fifty dollars. Worth of stuff. Oh, wow. Holy crud, wow. Yeah, and we've got several to give out. So, you know, if you are interested in Writers of Icarus, oh, and I can hear the little one. Um, <laughs> if you are interested in Writers of Icarus, uh, let us know. Uh, I've posted on the forums about Writers of Icarus looking for people that are interested. So, you know, let me know if you're interested. You know, we're, we're going to be looking for all kinds of uh, participants in this this new game. Um, Did so, you post that in the community section of the Imperium Ludi? I think Imperium Ludi. But I can okay. But I'm, I'm pretty sure it's it's where we put all the new new game stuff. Um, but yeah, just post there. Let me know um, if you're interested. We've got stuff to share. Okay. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for that. Evidently, it pays to be an AIE. Definitely. All right. So I think as we hear our adorable Mr. Xander uh, kind of fuss in the background there, that is going to be our show for tonight. While our amazing chat room begins suggesting titles, we want to thank Mew so much for joining us this evening. It has been a blast and good time seeing everything that Final Fantasy XIV has to offer. Evan, thanks for having me on. Oh, yeah. So if our if folks want to find you, what's the best way to find you on the web, on the tweeters, on the internets? Where are you at? I'm pretty much known as MewCow everywhere. On Twitter, in particular, I'm the MewCow. There's some unaccessible um, MewCow out there that's not touched the account, but you know they won't let you have it. But So I'm the MewCow. Uh, you'll find me um, in WoW as MewCow or Mew something or other. That's pretty much the, my, my going name. And that is, by the way, cow with a K and not a C. Yep, M-E-W-K-O-W. Yep, that's from you, cow. And if you have a question or comment about the show, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can also follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. McCullough is at Cyberwave. And Tetsemi is at Ivory Tiger. We normally record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. However, due to scheduling, we are looking to do a show next week. You can join the chat room 
and play along with us on our website. Uh, we're actually going to update that. Uh, it is aie-guild.org, and at the top menu, there is a drop-down for podcast that shows the live link as well as previous episodes. And I think the chat room worked out really well, so I think we're going to start using Rocket Chat over IRC for future episodes. What do you think, Makala? I think it was a great idea. And chat room, thanks so much for playing along and helping us test this out. Yeah, and again, the... go ahead, Mew. I'm sorry. I said, just saying it worked out really great. Yeah, and, and for those that uh, didn't see the um, show, uh, the chat room at the beginning, it is if you just go to uh, AIE dot community. It will get you to the Rocket Chat in a web browser. Uh, you can also do that on, like I said, the iOS app and other things. Just use your Umami login, and we will be looking at uh, seeing if we can, you know, get guest users in for those people that aren't in Umami yet. And what happens? Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul, or visit his website keyswithsoul.com. And now it's time to play all the great AIE member segments that we received this week, including... Wait, where are the segments? <laughs> so, guys, if you want to try your hand at creating segments, please send them to um, the AI... Wow, I posted the wrong note there. Sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> um, podcast at AIE-guild.org. We should be back next week talking to... um. Someone about something. We're hoping to get ducks in to talk Lord of the Rings online, maybe. So until then, AIE, this is Makala. This is Ted Semi, and MewCow is the new director of Final Fantasy XIV. Please, we forgot to mention that. And this has been the AIE podcast. <laughs>